Welcome to the Train There, Live Here podcast. My name is Edgar Benitez. I'm a strength coach out of Orange County, California. And as I like to get people strong, functional, and resilient in the gym, I also teach my people how to transfer their strengths from the gym into real-life situations. I do this by breaking down movements, physiology, exposing weaknesses, education, and most important, getting down to the root cause of every deficiency in order to become better. So in this podcast, I will share stories, teach principles, and share action steps that you can take right now after each episode. I will then take these stories and principles and correlate them to real life in order to build strength, resilience, and function in all aspects of your being. Again, you're listening to the Train There, Live Here podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the channel. Enjoy, and thanks for listening. Today's topic on Train There, Live Here podcast is called, I Need Something to Hold On To. So I'm going to share with you guys a little story. I was at my gym training a client, this 50-year-old man, fairly strong, definitely stronger than most 50-year-olds, definitely more built than most 50-year-olds, you'll see. Anyway, we were working on a sandbag deadlift, and if you've never picked up a sandbag before, it's hard. It gets frustrating. Now, many people may be able to deadlift a 200, 300, and even a 600-pound barbell. But I will say this. It does not mean that they can pick up a 200, 300, or 600-pound sandbag. I'm telling you that right now. Now, I've known guys that can deadlift 550 pounds that can't even pick up a 250-pound sandbag. And to better relate, because most of us can't pick up a 550-pound barbell, there are people who can deadlift a 225-pound bar. Uh, two plates on each side that can't even pick up a 100-pound sandbag. So why the hell is that? Well, for starters, sandbags don't have pretty little shiny handles that, 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 that you can just grab and place it directly in your palms, right? It's also not a fixed object. So it's not easy. It's not precise. It doesn't have this pretty handle that you can just grab, right? That anyone could just grab. So a sandbag is awkward because it shifts around and it ne- it's never the same shape. So every time you pick it up, the shape is always different. The sand is always shifting, right? So you're never actually really getting used to it. So this gentleman says to me, he says, uh, as he's starting to get frustrated, where are the handles, Edgar? Edgar, I need handles. I need handles. Can we just use a barbell? Dude, like this isn't the first time I've heard this. I hear this all of the time, at least at least twice a day, right? So we tend to look forward to perfect environments to become good. It's not about the perfect environment. It's not about the perfect object or having handles to make it easy to pick up. So imagine if, if you put yourself in, perfect, in a perfect environment all the time, right? It'd be too easy. We'd all be good. We'd all be great. We'd all be good fathers. We'd all be good husbands. We'd all be good business owners and bosses and all that. We'd just all be good. So it's really about the imperfections of the environment that makes us great, right? It's the, it's, it's the things that make us frustrated. It's the conditions that break us down and question ourselves or question our strengths. That's what it's about. These are the things that that, that will uh, make us better as people because you have to learn how to adapt. And when you're adaptable is when you become dangerous. It's when you're adaptable is when you're able to persevere. And the better you get at adaptation, the better you get at adapting in situations, 
right? It just makes you better. It just makes you more resilient. It makes you stronger. It, it, it teaches you to get through things instead of quitting. So in essence, it just makes you more resilient. So with that said, today's principle is this. A perfect environment will by default make you good, but an imperfect environment will make you great. A perfect environment will by default make you good, but an imperfect environment will make you great. Now we have moved on to the action portion of this podcast where you will take this story and the principle that I've shared and apply it in the gym. Understanding these principles of what I was talking about with the sandbag, it's going to take a little bit of work on your end to decide how you're going to apply this principle to the gym or to certain pieces of equipment that you have access to because most people don't have access to sandbags in their gym. But if you do have access to sandbags, please feel free to play around with it, mess around with it, um, find exercises that get you frustrated, find exercises that aren't perfect. Um, That's going to be your best bet. But if you don't have sandbags in your gym, I want you to do your best to apply these principles. And I'll give you some examples that I've used when working in big global gyms. All right. So, for example, every gym has dumbbells right so instead of using the dumbbell how we would typically use it right where we grab those pretty little handlebars put it in our palms um i want you to maybe find a way to carry it a little bit differently while doing certain exercises or maybe even carrying it differently while doing other exercises that you've never done before or you've never exposed your body to before so here's a good one over here I love sandbag carries. Now, if I go to a normal gym, they don't have a sandbag, I'm going to take an 80, 90, 100 pound dumbbell and I'm going to somehow place it in my arms. I don't care how you do it because either way, if you carry a barbell, or I'm sorry, if you carry a dumbbell in your hand or in your arms, it's going to be awkward because most of us have never done that before. So in my case, what I did is each head of the dumbbell is being placed between my forearm and my bicep so on the other side of my elbow here as i'm carrying it high on my chest and i'm taking a walk with it now what's going to happen is that dumb that bar i'm sorry (laughs) that dumbbell is going to start digging into your skin it's not going to feel great it's not going to feel comfortable as a matter of fact most people will say i can carry it but it's just hurting my arm well that's the whole point of it so the question is can you really carry it right because that is a part of the environment all right so that's 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 one idea another idea is get the hell out of the gym get the hell out of the gym go find i'm go out on a hike or something go on unleveled gravel unleveled dirt and uh bring a rucksack bring a bag i don't care if it's a bag full of books and take it on a little hike take it on a little walk that's another good one Most of us don't do that. Most of us don't go on hikes. When we get fit, typically what we do is we go to the gym. And that's all we expose ourselves to because everything is so perfect and precise. So use those principles. 
Find other ways to take action in the gym. And uh, try to take notice of, of, of what's going on. Where are you breaking down? Are you breaking down because it hurts? Are you breaking down because it's uncomfortable? Are you breaking down because you're just like, screw it, this is dumb? Are you breaking down mentally? Are you breaking down on a cardio level? Where are you breaking down? Or are you just breaking down because you're just like, eh, screw it, I don't need to do this crap. And if that's the case, that's another thing to look at as well. It's all tied in. I'm bringing you into the last portion of the podcast called Relative to Life. And I'm going to start by asking you a question. You can write it down. You can save it for later. But do your best to answer this question. Where have you avoided the sandbag and settled for the barbell? Where have you avoided the sandbag and settled for the barbell? I'm going to share with you an experience where I've completely avoided the sandbag. And it has a lot to do with um, disciplining my eldest child. She's 13 years old, about to be 14 in September. Uh, As she was growing up, me and her mom were sharing custody. There were times where she was with me week on, week off. There were times where she was with me for three or two days out of the week. But the, 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 the story is, is that I wanted her to look forward to being at my house. I wanted my house to be the fun house. I wanted her to enjoy being with dad every time she came. And there were times that she was growing up where I knew I had to discipline her. I knew I had to ground her. Now, I'm not saying I never disciplined her, but I will tell you one thing. I don't think I've ever actually fully grounded her to the extent of what I told her I would. So there were times where I would say, so late, no electronics for, for a month straight. But then the next time she comes to my house, I let her straight on her electronics because I wanted her to enjoy my house. Now, this isn't about her. This was about me and me being uncomfortable and me wanting to be that dad, that household. So in essence, I knew that if I were to stick to my rules, to to the extent of what I was, what I told her, I would ground her at that four weeks to two months or whatever it is. That that would build her character, that that would help her. But instead, I I I grabbed the barbell because it made me uncomfortable. She's now 13 years old, and I still have a problem with grounding her or disciplining her long term and also letting her get away with the things that I know I shouldn't. So that is my sandbag and that is my barbell. So again, I gave you the question. I want you to think about it, write it down, answer it. And that concludes today's episode of Train There, Live Here podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, follow, like, subscribe, and I'll be here anytime I have a story to tell and I have a principle to share. Have a good day and I'll speak to you soon.